everybody. Sorry I'm late. I was having a real um, sort of like breakdown and I couldn't figure out if I was a man or a Muppet. You're listening to This Film Has Not Yet Created, the podcast where we watch movies and make our own versions of sequels that never got made. I'm Chris Rivas, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Sorry I'm late, but uh, I accidentally got into custody, and they're transporting me, but little do they know when they take off this hood that there's a mask underneath it, and we're going to crash this plane. (laughs) And this week, we have uh, a couple of really cool guests to share with everybody. Uh, The first guest we're going to introduce here is, uh, they're both based out of New Jersey, which... yep. Jersey yeah. okay. strong. Okay, Jersey guy. Uh, they're, both, they're both based out of New Jersey. They are very funny comedians. Our first guest here is an actor whose latest film, Lockbox, is currently tearing up the festival scene. Hopefully you can see it um, wide soon. And it's gaining a lot of recognition, particularly in the category of performance by an actor in a leading role. And of course, I'm talking about that particular actor in a leading role. Mr. Justin Schilling. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so sorry I'm late. You wouldn't believe what happened to me. I was actually on a weekend vacation in a cabin in the woods, and my friend read from this book called The Necronomicon, <laughs> and I ended up having to fight all these crazy deadites. I ended up chopping off my hand and then having to use a shotgun to oh my defend God. myself. But I'm so glad I was able to survive and actually make it out here this weekend. Me too. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot of funerals I have to attend this week, but I'm really glad that I was able to make some time aside and, and come here and be a part of this. Thank you. Yeah, we're so grateful that your priorities are, are so clearly set. Uh, yes, I mean, it's really difficult to like adjust my microphone volume with just one hand, but I think I'll make this work. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's a chainsaw here, so it's pretty Sure. Hard, but I got this. Good luck. Uh, our second Thank guest you. here for this week's episode is... Uh, also based out of New Jersey. She is a visual artist who has a style that can only be described as should be on Cartoon Network yesterday. Uh, she's also one of the like nicest and most affirmative people that I know. Please welcome Miss Kira Redzinek. Oh, God, so sorry I'm late. Uh, I was taking care of my daddy issues on Golden Pond. I had to show my forgetful dad how good I am at diving while listening to my mom talk to the loons. Real cool. Real good stuff. (laughs) Well, Justin and Kira, thank you so much for joining us this week. This week we are talking about Air Force One. Oh. Let me tell you, I watched this one again for the first time in a long time. I mean, Kira and I watched this together, and Kira was just, like, so enraptured with the film. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's not that I was enraptured. It's that I had the VHS tape, and it was my very first rated R film. I didn't realize. Very first. I did not realize how much she knew about this film going into it, to the point where, like, she knew so much about it. I was the only one that was super engaged (laughs) trying to watch this thing. And she was like, oh, what? You don't remember this? The only thing I remembered from this film was get the get off my plane line. That was it. I didn't remember that Macy was in this. Glenn Close was in this. So many like star names were in this. I was like, what? How do I not remember this? I loved this movie as a kid. Uh, same with you, Kira. I, I watched the VHS nonstop and couldn't get enough of it. And I think my I think it was also my mom's favorite movie or one of her favorite movies, which was probably why I watched it so much. But my God, what a gem. Uh, my I, favorite is like the cover. It says Harrison Ford as the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like not the character name, just as the president. Yeah. Like. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> Dude, I uh I really loved how hard everyone saluted in this movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I always think of when I think of movie salutes, I think of uh Independence Day uh-huh. right after the speech and that one guy, but like this was like a flurry of these them were some hard salutes. Oh. It was so America. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It is I learned uh I had a couple of fun facts Ooh. I wrote down that I just wanted to Is share. Is one of the fun facts because they... that the villain started Beer Fest? Um... 
Uh, I wish it were. Uh, it, it was that um, Wolfgang Peterson was the mm-hmm. director. He also directed Das Boot, The NeverEnding Story, The Perfect Storm, Troy, and oh so God. many more. Not to mention the composer, Jerry Goldsmith, also composed The Mummy, Congo, The River Wild, Rudy, what, what the different, Great Mouse what different ads their careers have taken. <laughs> it just it blew my mind that these like big name people were like, let's make a film about terrorists yeah. on a plane, and Harrison Ford is the main. Well, this plot came out point. like this. This is in that wake of Die Hard ripoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this yeah, is Die Hard on sure. a plane. Yo, yeah, there yes. were there, there were points in the movie <laughs> where. Uh, like he fought the first guy, and I'm like, oh, now I have a machine gun. Yeah. Ho ho ho! Yeah, and I, yeah. And I, like it, it did a beat oh, for beat yeah, for yeah, most yeah. of the movie. Uh, the editing was up against Titanic Ooh. for best wow. film editing. I want you to know that it it yeah. lost because it it should have because Titanic is a much better <laughs> film. But that's I don't know. I don't even know if I've ever time. seen Titanic straight one end to end. But I've seen this movie what? end to end don't, millions don't of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not even like, oh, wow. not even like one time you didn't get through the entire four-hour so. film. I don't think <laughs> so. Like consecutively, no. would you have to take chunks if you're like, all right, first two hours, no. yeah. take a nap. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, two you know hours. how it is. It, you know, you're, oh. you're clicking through TV and it's on TNT, right? And boom. Yeah, and it came on two VHS tapes. I wasn't about to watch two tapes. Two VHS oh, tapes? I, I love this. Yeah, I love the switch. <laughs> it's right when they're like, oh, we, they roll out the blueprints, and Mr. Andrews is like, I do believe this ship is going to sink. We're like, yeah, that's yeah. the point of the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the point of the movie. <laughs> the point of the movie here is that Harrison Ford is the president, and he needs to save the yes. day with his balls die-hard action uh, against yes. Gary Oldman, who I think this movie really solidified his role, as, along with like Tim Curry, as like classic movie bad guys. Oh, let me tell yeah. you, when you get to mine, when you get to my like product of like the sequel to this film... I can't wait. Oh, man. The Gary Oldman character, like, the thing that I realized about him that kept cracking me up is, like, Gary Oldman, like, not for nothing, is, like, a beautiful, great actor. Great, great actor. Not knocking him at all, but, like, there's so many, like, over-the-top deliveries of his lines in this film. <laughs> yes. Where yes. he'll just start... Yeah. Well, they're, he'll either, just, they're either whispers... And then just, yes. like, and just screams at him nowhere. Yeah. So, Nick Cage uh, levels. Rebus... I don't mean to spoil. I am friendly man. Yeah, like... I am friendly man. Am I not friendly man? I am good man. I'm friendly man. And you're like, whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, Rebus, I, I I did cast you as my Russian in this. So oh, I you'll can't have wait. A lot. You have a lot of fun with that. I can't wait. When it comes up. We'll discuss those directions when we get to that. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times I cracked up when like yeah like just as it was put like <laughs> start off being like. You don't understand. You don't understand. And you just yell. You just yes. literally yell. Yes. Yes. And I was like, whoa, dude, whoa. I always like, so being an actor, I was always like, dude, that sound guy must have hated him that entire production. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. Uh, like that poor, that poor guy did not know when to dial those knobs right. because Oldman would dial it up whenever the hell he felt like it. Yes. And you know what though? Like he he he's earned it. He can do that. Um, hey, yeah, definitely. You, you can't I mean, hit home runs. Even in '97, was he at that point? Was he at that point of like, yo, this is Gary Oldman. He could do whatever he wants at '97. Please, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm. Uh, I'm I mean, to... he had second billing before the title came up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he'd been in things before, also as a villain, yeah. I believe. I believe he played the villain in. Um, Oh, what's the uh, the one with the robot with in space. space and <laughs> no, 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 space no, it's save me, Will Robinson. Oh, Lost oh, in space. Space. Are you talking about Lost in Space? <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with like Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. you go he was Lost in Lost in Space. space. <laughs> 
It was the he was the villain, and it was a mm-hmm. big movie at its it time. Was, it was. I remember it. That I movie, was, we should do that. That movie's great. I was in the theaters for it. I remember. <laughs> what? The, Me too. Isn't that when he turns? I got pizza after. Isn't that when he turns into like spider thing? Yeah, yeah. There's time travel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's great, guys. I oh, I so have a confession. I had the toys to that movie, Ooh. and they might still be at my mom's house in New Jersey. <laughs> so I'll ha- take a look next time I'm home. God. <laughs> I also have a confession. I didn't oh actually goodness. write an Air Force One script. I wrote a um, <laughs> Lost in Space script. <laughs> uh, so did we. Yeah, I, it's funny that you say that because that's exactly what we yeah. did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, before we, we get too far ahead of ourselves and get into your guys' pitch, We'll get there. I promise. It's coming. But we got to have some buildup before we get to the stars of the show. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, why don't you take us away and tell us about your pitch? All right. So, um, just to, just to, to kind of brief everyone uh, on current events, even though I know that this is probably coming out a couple of weeks. It's coming out in like three, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, last night was the first game of the nfl season Mm -hmm. and uh, there was a moment where everybody stood on field together and they were like can we have a moment of silence for unity and people booed so uh that put me in a pretty bad mood and uh usually i like to stay away from politics altogether but sorry i'm laying on a big heap of them today because i am pissed off and sat in my room wrote this to rise against for the past three hours so (laughs) okay buckle in (laughs) yeah Yeah, man so this movie is called air force tremendous um (laughs) (laughs) all right oh no so uh (laughs) Here's what's going to happen. Uh, Chris, you will be Screen Directions, Tiffany, and Jared. Okay. Kira, you will be Don Jr., Ivanka, oh, yeah. and Captain. And mm-hmm. uh, Justin, you will be Eric, Hijacker, <laughs> and Hijacker. Oh, and the Hijacker. Yep, yep, yep. And I will be Trump, Melania, and other hijacker. All right. So, uh, Chris, you're going to be the screen direction, so take it away. Air Force, tremendous. We fade in on a packed stadium for a Trump rally in Tallahassee, Florida, one month before the 2020 election. They are going nuts, clapping their hands, screaming, and are agreeing with every word Trump says. They crush their Keystone light cans over their MAGA hats with one hand while they rapidly wave the American flag with the other. They go silent as Trump leans towards the microphone. Mark my words. We will have a vaccine, a really nice vaccine, beautiful vaccine, by the beginning of february October. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) Some kiss their wives in excitement while others kiss their cousins. (laughs) (laughs) the applause settles down now let's get to what you all came here for how i saved air force one the crowd erupts (laughs) women children everyone takes their shirts off and waves them over their heads like a helicopter here's how it happened they snuck on as who else? CNN journalists. Ooh. 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 From the people at the rally cause an earthquake. The Richter scale records a 4.2, <laughs> the largest earthquake in the history of Florida. These bastards storm into my private quarters, and you wouldn't believe it, they point guns at my family. We cut to a flashback. We see Donald Jr., Eric, and Tiffany playing Monopoly. Melania is sadly staring out the window. <laughs> Three, four, five, uh, trap. Oh, look at that. You landed on Broadway Place. Looks like that will be $2,000. <sighs> Eric sighs as he reaches into his pockets and pulls out 2000 American dollars and hands it to Don Jr. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Looks like you just lost the game, little bro. Remember that bet we made earlier? Uh, Quit being a cuck. 
Don't make him do that. Shut up, Tiffany! I'm not a cock! I made the bet! Now it's time to pay Eric off. hands him a large plaque that has the head of a panda mounted on it. <laughs> the inscription says, Best Hunter, World's <laughs> Last Panda. <laughs> nice! Now I just have to get that dolphin and my set is complete. you really are just like Faith. We see a group of men wearing all black and holding assault rifles barge into the first family's quarters, screaming at them to get their hands in the air. The three of them immediately throw their hands in the air. Melania slowly looks at the terrorists, rolls her eyes, and continues staring out the window. <laughs> oh no! Please, don't hurt us! Shut up! Where's your father? Tell us right now. We'll never help un-American scum like you. Silence, you lying cuck. <laughs> the hijacker hits him hard in the forehead with the butt of his assault rifle. Knocks him out cold. Hijacker points his gun towards Eric. He is crying as he peed his pants. <laughs> hijacker pushes the barrel to Eric's head. Tiffany stands up. He's in his office. I swear he's there. Sullivan, Ramirez, go check his office. Cut to the rally. They might have had my family, but they didn't have me. I snuck around <laughs> Air Force One like I was that guy in Predator. You know him. John McClane. Cut back to private quarters. The two hijackers return. He wasn't there. Not in the closet, not under the desk. We checked everywhere. Hijacker points his gun at Tiffany. Not his workplace, his office. Cut back to the rally. On my way to save my family, I must have knocked out and handcuffed at least 20 hijackers. Those losers didn't stand a chance. Cut back to Air Force One. Two hijackers break the bathroom door and drag Trump to his family while he's kicking and screaming. Back at the rally. <laughs> So I kick down the door and I say, hey, asshole, looks like you want to mess with liberty and freedom. Trump curls his hands up into fists and kisses them one and then the other. (laughs) 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 Stupid. Cut cut back to Air Force One. Trump is on his knees crying. We want $11 billion. The same amount of money you've spent to build your precious wall. And if you don't deposit the money into our account within the next five minutes, I will kill your daughter. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, please. Uh, I didn't know Ivanka was on board. Tiffany frowns and sighs <laughs> as she curls into a ball. Melania stands up from, uh, from her chair. Ooh, ooh. I volunteer as tribute. Cut back to the rally. <laughs> Uh, five guys run at me while I judo chop and roundhouse kick him in the face. Such great roundhouse kicking. Better than Chuck Norris. <laughs> really? They, were, they wanted me to give them the nuclear football, and I was like, no way, Jose. Especially Jose. <laughs> oh, God. Cut back to Air Force oh, One. God. Trump is wiring the money over the phone. Error tones keep playing on the phone's speakers. Uh, I don't know why this isn't working. Hijacker grabs the phone and looks. Oh, it's because you got grease from your Popeye's sandwich (laughs) on it. No, wrong. That's fake news. Because I only eat from the colonel. I only eat American. Hijacker shakes his head, (laughs) cleans his phone on his shirt, and hands it back. Do it now, or I'll kill you. Oh no, Chase Bank logged me out. Does anybody remember my password? (laughs) Cut back to the rally. And the whole time, the White House had no clue. No one there could help, so why bother telling them, right? Cut to the Oval Office. Ivanka is sitting at the desk holding a phone to her ear. She looks eternally. She looks sternly as uh, as she receives the bad news. She slams the phone back onto the desk. Ugh, Air Force One has been hijacked. George Kushner pops out from under the desk. Should I go tell Pence? Did I tell you to speak, maggot? Get back down there. Finish your job. I'll handle this. 
<laughs> Ivanka picks the phone back up and makes a call. Cut back to the rally. As I was manhandling the main hacker, but not in that way. Let's get that straight. <laughs> I held him over the open cargo door, ripped off his headgear, and guess who it was? Yep, you got it. Crooked Hillary. Cut back to Air Force One. <gasps> Reveal. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's still not working. You know what? Fuck it. Hijacker points his gun at Trump and fires at his head. The bullet deflects off of Trump's thick, product-filled hair as it ricochets inside the room for 20 seconds. And eventually, hits Eric in the head. He lays on the ground dead, making that extremely unflattering smile that he makes in that picture of him that comes up whenever you Google him. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank God. It didn't hit the good one. Come back to the rally. <laughs> so I stood her up and I said, get off of my country. And I slow-mo Sparta kicker from 35,000 feet. So cool. It was the tits. Cut back to Air Force One. Hijackers have given up. They walk off defeated and grab parachutes from the hangar. They jump out of the plane in shame. As they're falling, one of them starts screaming. The main hijacker looks at the patch on his parachute. It reads, Made in America. <laughs> Sadly, they all fall to their deaths. <laughs> Back to the oh rally. My God. <laughs> After that, I safely landed the plane on a cornfield in Iowa. Once again, I saved the day. Head back to Air Force One. The captain runs into the family quarters. Sir. Uh, sir? <laughs> It seems the hijackers destroyed part of the controls. We won't be able to land Air Force One. Trump looks down at his phone, sees that he has a text from Ivanka, and grins. Looks back to the captain. Well, sucks to suck, loser. Outside of Air Force One, we see an industrial-looking Zephyr. It's Roger Stone wearing a top hat and monocle. He's more steampunk than ever. Trump looks directly into camera. Man, am I glad I parted that guy. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm sorry to cut you off, Kira, from that big captain line. I just, for some reason, felt like I had an impulse and I took it. I know, it's that, that Best Actor Award makes yeah, you I think know. you're a captain. Yeah, that it. Best Actor Award, I really, ever since I got that, I just think I need to take every role and just really make it my own, you know? Oh, my that God. That was amazing. That was amazing. Glad that, you liked it. Oh, yeah. that was so good. Oh, Oh, it, it's what I needed. It was cathartic. Oh, yeah. You know, real. It's like... But it was too real? It's too real, which is, like, funny and, and like, horrifying at the same time, yeah. which is mostly what's, what the emotions we've been going through these last few months. Yeah. Well, and I think what I like most about it, uh, maybe, is that first bit of everyone <laughs> kisses their, their, their wives. This <laughs> is the layup. I like the kiss... Anytime there was kissing, like yes. the kiss of the two yes. fists, I'm Donald Trump. You can picture, you can picture him puckering up those big orange uh-huh. lips and uh-huh. smacking them across his knuckles. You know you can. Mm, I love it. That's the thing is like the reason why this rings so well is because like if Air Force One really happened, this is probably how it goes. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would really love to see Roger Stone at his Zephyr. <laughs> oh yeah, you you did a Suck great job, losers of uh, of capturing the essence of what a Trump speech is. It almost felt like you just like took one that was already written and added in bits, but I know you didn't. <laughs> really, I I really think you could throw this out there and people would be like, "Yeah, no, I saw that at a rally." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely happened. Totally happened. <laughs> I believe it. No fake news. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was so delightful. That was very. Oh, it was. Yes. That was a delightful read. Great, great presentation to the table. Oh man, Love it. 
I'm glad we started with such a, a delightful read through and that it was a script that we could all read through because uh, I'm going to make us change directions a little bit. Okay. Mine is a little bit more serious in terms of like what the sequel would be. And uh, it's just called Air Force Two. Okay. <laughs> Love okay. it. And we toyed around with Air Force mm-hmm. One, two, yeah. but we yes. with the dot dot dot. But we didn't do it, so I'm I'm glad you yeah. went for the full. Well, and Air I was Force also two. thinking like, okay, so this one takes place on a plane. Maybe the second one could take place on a train or a boat or a bus or just like other modes of transport. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, we're you know, in the same boat. We're with um, you. So, no pun intended. Exactly. Um, but so I didn't actually write a script. Mine's more of just an outline. And so I'll just read through it and feel free to add in anything if you guys see a, see a moment for it. Um, this, this, uh, this would come out very close to the original movie. Maybe uh, it, it's set four years later, but it could come out at any time within, I would say, two to four years of that first movie. First off, I opened up the document, and the first thing I saw was President Ford. Yes. Not President Marshall, <laughs> not his character, but President Harrison Ford. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I don't know anybody's name in this. I don't know any of the characters' names. I just know because <laughs> they were just those actors. They didn't. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I had to learn them yeah. last night it's again. True. I remembered Marshall. As I was writing it. my script, I had to Wikipedia. I pulled up the Air Force One Wikipedia page yep. so I could reference the characters' names. Yep. Fun fact: Apparently, they called um, what's his name? Uh, Oldman's character, uh, Ivan. Yeah, Ivan Korshna, Igor in the, in the film. Credits. Yeah, like they miss they mistyped his actual character name in the credits. So, fun fact on that one. Oh. So, yeah. I hope your audience wants an IMDb love, yeah. because that's what in, we are about in fun facts. Uh, coming at you. You've been listening to Fun Facts, <laughs> the podcast. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. This is Air Force Two. It takes place four years later. It's an election year again, right? Because the last one was like an election year. They kept talking about how uh, he's going to get himself reelected. Uh, President oh, yeah. Ford is at the White House with his family, enjoying a night in. Vice President Glenn Close is the next presidential nominee. And, uh, you know, she's going to be the first female presidential nominee. It's very exciting. She just finishes addressing the United Nations in Geneva to prove her presidentialness. And on the way back to the States, the plane she's in takes a detour and lands at a remote base. And uh, she is taken hostage, and the president is notified because they know that her plane took a detour, so they know. They tell the president, and he says that they need to prevent word of this getting to the press, (laughs) unlike that first movie where the press knew immediately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Poorly as well. playing over the intercom (laughs) system. Yeah. 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 And they made fun of yeah. CNN. Just so, um, <laughs> yeah. so he says they need to prevent word of this from getting to the press to keep everything under wraps. And so they have to find the right operative who can get in and find out who's uh, what's going on and rescue the president in secret. The base Ooh. is locked. Uh, is it, the base is located on a bay, and we see a masked soldier get into a torpedo tube and launched at the bay, just like the intro to Metal Gear Solid. <gasps> And okay, first off, first <laughs> off, coming as a nerd that loves the Metal Gear Solid series, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> like, I just totally picture the stupid Kodak, like, the, the like, off-green pictures of them coming yes. up, and, oh, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful, Rebus. Um, Let's keep going. Okay, so, uh, after the operative lands and takes down a couple bad guys, they remove their mask. And I was trying to think, who could be a really big action star that could hold a movie like this? Uh, and Ooh. like from that time period as well. And I landed on who I think is the perfect choice, Lucy Liu. We reveal that our Ooh, that our operative snaps, baby, snaps. is Lucy Liu. My Charlie's Angel. And um she uh she as she's sneaking around, she uncovers that the base is filled with American soldiers. Soldiers oh. who are loyal to the defense secretary. The guy from Quantum Leap. Oh, Scott Bakula? No, the other guy. Okay. The guy who played Ziggy. 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Secretary of State Ziggy. Yeah, his name is like Dean Stockwell or something. I don't know for sure. Um, Sounded pretty specific. Well, did not know for sure. He's got those eyebrows. They're not quite Eugene Levy no, eyebrows, no, but they're no, pretty no, good no, eyebrows. No. no. <laughs> Not um, quite there, but still yeah. pretty damn bushy. Um, so he's still salty about Glenn Close not signing the document to declare President Ford incapable four years ago. He was secretly behind the hijacking the whole time. And his plan Ooh. now is to force Glenn Close to name him the running mate, giving the country its first female president with him secretly pulling the strings from the VP spot. Sort of like Cheney. Mm-hmm. Then... <laughs> He also has bigger plans to ensure that after the eight years as VP, he'll get eight more as full-on president. Ooh, the plot thickens. Glenn Close is playing hardball because she's a tough-as-nails leader who doesn't give in to terror. And Guy from Quantum Leap decides to uh, move her to a different location where things will get more sinister. Lucy Liu sneak, and uh, they're going to get onto a plane and go. So Lucy Liu sneaks onto the plane and takes out a couple bad guys and secures Glenn Close. And she also planted a bomb on the engine or something along the way. I don't know. Uh, but of just course. like in the first movie, they're at the loading bay at the rear of the plane, high up in the sky, and Lucy Liu and Glenn Close are throwing all the parachutes off the plane. Glenn Close already has hers on, and just as Lucy Liu is about to put hers on, guy from Quantum Leap shows up <laughs> and has a cool line. And so they turn and look. <laughs> and uh, he shoots Lucy Liu in the chest, and, uh, and he approaches Glenn Close slowly, gun pointed at her, telling her how futile it would be to jump that they'd just find her. So just come back on board. And she begins to walk toward him, when suddenly explosion! And the aircraft starts to lose control and abruptly knock everybody off balance. Glenn Close, being so close to Guy from Quantum Leap, punches him in the face and then jumps out of the plane. Guy from Quantum Leap runs up to Lucy Liu to take her parachute, <laughs> Just as we reveal that she's okay, because she was wearing a super thin bulletproof vest that we set up earlier, maybe. <laughs> oh my um, god. He kicks her in the face, takes the parachute, and jumps. Lucy Lou gets up and jumps after him. And they have a cool hand-to-hand fight as they're free-falling, and eventually Lucy Lou ends up with the parachute on her back. She says a cool line yeah. that's maybe a callback to something from earlier, and then she kicks him or pushes him away, parachuting to safety while he falls to his doom. It's beautiful because, you know, like back in this time, if it's four years later, it's going to be early 2000s. We got that beautiful early 2000s green screen going. Uh-huh. We got those in, that intense, like, you know, like the wire fights where they're in the air. Yep. And like, like crazy redonkulous shit's going on where they're like, yeah. like, how does gravity work? But they're still like coming at each other, but blasting each other back in how the air. Does- how does gravity work, Justin? Yeah, can you tell us? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Kira. I'm a Best Actor Award winner. I'm not a fucking scientist. Oh, that's true. Um, I don't need to know how gravity beautiful. works. I just need to know how it looks cool on the screen. Exactly. Oh, of course. Oh, tremendous work, Justin. Tremendous. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe I should run for president. <laughs> uh, Chris, I could really imagine the uh, like a sp- like that movie Air Force One was so the the score of it was so specific mm-hmm. and so generic at the same yeah. time of like oh this is just like regular yes. old patriotic yeah. music like oh I, yeah it's the patriotic brass uh-huh. it was always a patriotic brass yep. that came in like yep. like Superman I could, I yeah, no no you're right. You're right. Every time something happened and, and he did something epic, it was uh-huh. like some weird brass patriotic sound. I could I could definitely imagine Lucy Lou like getting out and like <laughs> getting the getting the parachute flying off, like landing in this field and looking up and the, the plane might be going down, but like there's a beautiful sunset over <laughs> over oh, America. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this we want again off, like those like like, didn't she do Charlie's Angels around mm. that time and all that? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, the first one is, is Die Hard on a Plane. 
So what was Die Hard 2? Yes. It was an airport, mm-hmm. big, bigger scale. Everything was just a little bit bigger and grander. <laughs> together. So this just time, a little bit bigger and grander. Oh. Base. But you still have to have the airplane because it's called Air Force 2. Yep. So there still needs to be like an yeah. airplane battle. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love there that. Was, you, there was a lot I of explosions the parachute, in the original. Though, the parachute thing. Because, like, I don't remember, like, when I watched this movie again, <laughs> the best part. <laughs> I can't even, like, tell you, like, the the death of of uh, Gary Oldman with uh-huh. the parachute. And they're fighting, and they, like, come back to it. And he's just, yeah. like, dead, uh, and yes. his neck's all crooked, yeah. coming down. Mm-hmm. On it. It's like. <laughs> it just. Well, he's not dead yet. For sure. Well, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, that moment too in the movie was just so funny because moments before we saw all the civilians escaping and there was this lady yeah. who was yeah. like, she looked so comfortable and she just had a big smile on her face floating away. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, just, I remember that. I just, yeah, yeah, like, I just looked at it. Ensues. I looked at it and went, wee. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. coming out. Also, let's talk about. That was like, can we talk that was about... the daughter at the end too. The daughter like going up down the string was like, yay, daddy. Hi, daddy. <laughs> daddy. And she slid across the string. You're like, dude. I would be terrified. Also, I, I also couldn't get over the fact that there was an injured guy, quote unquote, that was shot like two times, uh-huh. and they were like, "No, we got to get him off the plane." And he's like strapped to a parachute, like bleeding <laughs> yeah. out, like yeah. Blow- <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He looks like he looks the like Harrison the saddest Ford. possum getting carried. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, it's so good. Oof. Oh. Yeah, I think Rebus, you did a great job capturing like what a true sequel really would have been. Like, yeah, really, man. like, even <laughs> when we go into ours next, it's like, wow, this is bad shit crazy. But like, if they were to like, if like all these like big wig executives were like, ah, how can we make more money off this great box hit we got? What can we do? Chris this Chris would... <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, hire this guy, Chris Rebus, to bring this sequel in. Boom. Done. Money in the bank. And this would have been it. Like, the choice for Lucy oh, Liu. Yeah. Like, everything. And I, we want a Lucy Liu comeback, yeah. too. I'd love a Lucy Liu comeback. Bring her back. Yeah. Well, Lucy Liu's great. You can't get... You can't go wrong with Lucy Liu. You can't go wrong with Lucy Liu. No, you uh, can't. Well done, Rebus. I think you. if there was anything that was like, this this would be a true sequel, Air Force One, two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this this would be it right here. Like the most grounded version of a true freaking sequel right. that would have been created. Right. Well, and Air Force One is the president's plane. So Air Force Two, I assume, is the vice president's plane. <laughs> the vice president's it plane. It definitely is. Part D. Um, I, I kind of wish that there was like an executive of TNT like outside the window. Like, oh. Oh my God. Baby boomers will love this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and I wanted to have a, um, an air, like mid-air fight. Did you ever see that movie Shoot 'Em Up? There's a yeah. great no. there's a great action sequence where he's falling out of a plane without a parachute mm-hmm. and so are a bunch of other guys and they're like shooting guns at each other as they're falling from the sky and he like kills a guy and then flies over to that guy's body and then kills the next guy and just sort of like ladders his way down to the ground safely by landing on all these guys bodies and it's, it's just wow. the most insane thing. It's wow. Nuts. Very safe. Very um, safe. Look. So I thought about doing something like that, I know, but I know a lot about gravity, so that would definitely <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. A residential gra- uh, gravitational expert. Um. Uh, of course, <laughs> yep. you already called me out. She had to bring it to attention how much of a gravitational expert I am. I uh, I'm so glad <laughs> she did. PhD. Well, Mr. PhD astrophysicist. Uh, why don't you take us into the next pitch? Why don't you take us into your guys' For pitch? sure. Now, let me start this off by saying that the inspiration for these scripts that I wrote would not have come without my dutiful girlfriend watching this film and literally writing this out. Like, I was, like I said, I was super surprised that she didn't have to watch the film in entirety to remember every oh, yes. single thing to write about it. I did, I, I did not have to write it that way. I did not have to watch the film because my brother has movies that he watches on repeat. 
Uh, one of them being, uh, I believe it's the uh, Shawshank oh, Redemption. Yes. He can say all the words, and it's a lot. Uh, and then Star Wars, and then Air Force One is also <laughs> one of them. He loves all Harrison yeah. Ford well, movies. You know? So that's why, yeah. So, but it was a lot of watching this. Yes, so like... <laughs> I literally was the guy that was like, I have to rewatch this to understand what I'm doing tomorrow. And Kira was like light years ahead of me, like with this idea about oh, everything. Yes. So, um, so we, yeah. yeah, Kira, uh, so, if you would like uh, to start and then we'll branch into the scenes. Yeah. So I'm going to pitch it as if I'm pitching it to executives and then I'm going to insert a scene and literally just let you guys know what parts you're playing as okay. you go. But just in case... You're always going to be Olderman, uh, Revis, and uh, Grande, you are always going to be um, Harrison Ford or James Marshall. That's okay. his real name. We go by real names. Okay, so. Uh, before we get started, there is direction that I would like to give with my pieces when we do get into them. Rebus, there are certain lines <laughs> that uh, I capitalized or certain words I capitalized. Now, like I said... In this film, when I was watching Gary Oldman, who is a phenomenal actor, Gary Oldman, if you ever have the chance to listen <laughs> to this podcast. We already heard that. Right. Yeah, we heard right, it. Right. You love him, so, you know? <laughs> um, that aside, when you see the words in capital for when you're delivering them, feel free to really go big with them and then bring it back down. <laughs> okay. That's your only direction. For um, Steve Grande, when you All are right. doing your Harrison Ford lines, feel free to deliver them as grumbly as Harrison Ford you, does them. You got it. Wow. And Justin Schillen's clearly the director today. <laughs> and I, I was already right. planning on it. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. Here we go. Uh, I, I give you Space Force One. It's the year 2042. The villain Ivan Karushnov, aka Gary Olderman, <laughs> comes back as a castaway. His neck was severely injured in the initial fall from Air Force One in '97, but the president was nice enough to eject him from the plane with his parachute on and open. Olderman was such an intense maniac that he also had some serious survival skills, probably from being in jail or the Russian, <laughs> Russian militia. He, survi he survived the fall into the Caspian Sea. Now, this is the closest body of water in proximity to that area they were flying over in western Kazakhstan during the first film. It is logically the only body of water they were flying near when Air Force One crashes. So... Uh, this first scene uh, we will share takes place with Olderman on an island being approached by random tourists. Uh, Chris, you'll be playing Olderman. Uh, girl will be played by Grande. Yeah. And Justin, you'll be reading your stage directions as well as playing the boy. Great. Please cut to the scene one. First off, before we continue on, I'd like to say I'm glad to be sharing this piece of work with everybody on the internet. Hope you enjoy it. Um, Remember, I hope this gets nominated for best screenwriting. <laughs> it's only deserved. To put right next to the best actor trophy. All right. <laughs> Scene one. Uh, exterior, the Caspian Sea Island. The seagulls call, the waves crash ashore. <laughs> An old angry Russian terrorist with a crooked neck grumbles at a campfire. An old parachute hangs from a tree behind him, decayed. This is Gary Olderman. He has problems seeing things non-crookedly thanks to his neck injury from quote-unquote escaping Air Force One. <laughs> he also had to eat his own leg for survival, so he has a two-by-four as a leg. <laughs> Finally, a small futuristic-looking boat appears on the horizon. It is the year 2042, after all. When it reaches ashore, a typical post-post-millennial couple comes out. Like, beautiful. Totally, bae. Hello. Welcome to my island. Oh my god, a pirate. <laughs> Dude, awesome. Not so awesome. When you are struck here for over four decades, I am old and tired. I have been hungry many a years, but my hunger... For revenge has kept me alive. Oh my god, it's an irate pirate. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Dude, it awesome. I was wondering if I can have that boat. Oh my god, I'm bartering irate pirates. <laughs> Dude, awesome. Can we, like, take a selfie with you? Selfie? Is that some kind of American propaganda transmitting device? 
The couple begin to prepare for their selfie. Dude, do you like have a sword I can hold for the picture? No, but I have a gun. And now I'll have that boat. Dude? Olderman pulls out his gun and shoots a couple dead in R-rated fashion. <laughs> Without hesitation, he cackles and jumps on the boat and putters off for revenge. <laughs> I read scene one. So good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't worry. There's more. <laughs> the villain's thirst for <laughs> the villain's thirst for revenge is stronger than ever. He wants revenge for the death of General Raddick, all of his comrades lost in the '97 hijacking, and now his right leg. Alderman plans to hijack the presidential plane again, but this time the stakes are even higher. The future president flies in style. Olderman will have to hijack the presidential spaceship. <laughs> Space Force One. James, James Marshall's daughter, Alice Marshall, is now Madam President. The daughter of Jim Marshall has never truly forgotten what it's like to see an innocent man like Jack Dougherty shot in the head. So many people died while she remained a helpless 12-year-old child. After many years of childhood PTSD, her father takes the necessary precautions to help his daughter heal. In the second scene, we're going to see Alice Marshall getting ready to take her father on a 4th of July holiday trip. It also happens to be the anniversary of her mother Grace's death. Ooh. So let's go to scene two. Uh, again, casting James Marshall, Grande, Growley. Uh, I'll be playing Alice. Uh, Olderman, always, will be uh, Chris and stage directions read by Justin. So we're opening up on scene two. This is in the interior White House. It's the White House, except a tad more futury. Mm -hmm. A finger traces the picture of the Marshall family from 1997, the Christmas <laughs> after the now-famous hijacking of Air Force One. <laughs> Smiling faces of Alice, young, and her mother, and of course, James, the hero of that fateful day. The camera pans up and we see Alice Marshall, now an aged adult, and also Madame President of the United States. She is following the footsteps of her action-packed father. The door swings in, and speak of the devil, it's James Marshall himself, still played by a jaded and much, much older Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, hello, sweetheart. Hi, Daddy-o. Sorry to interrupt uh, your routine 9 a.m. nostalgia hour, but uh, I just wanted to <laughs> check in on... How my sugar plum is handling this country. <laughs> oh, Daddy, I, I know you care so much, but sometimes I wish you would trust me to be able to handle life on my own. Oh, cheerio. I do. But uh, father always worries. Remember uh, be af my be afraid speech? Uh, you should always be prepared to face evil when it shows its ugly face. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I just realized how ridiculous my voice is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, why? Uh, you need to get into it. Just say, "Give me back my family." <laughs> Give me back my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's okay. the that's the Barack point. Give me back my family. All right. Uh, uh, why do you think? Why do you think I sent the sent you to the mountains to be trained by Ra's al Ghul in case of another Russian terrorist attack? I know, Pops, but what are the odds that an angry Russian terrorist with some kind of wacky revenge plot will eventually get close to me again? You never know. I always worry. Yes, you worry a lot, which is why I planned something super fun for today. Uh, fun? I know it's the anniversary of Mom's death, and I wanted to take your mind off things, so we're going to take a trip to the space base on the moon <laughs> for a couple of rounds of anti-gravity yes. golf. Wow. You use taxpayers' money to build a golf course in the United States space base? I told you, Dad, you worry too much, and I know how to run a government. My polls in Michigan are up. Our nation grew our nation grew wealthy and selfish enough to fund space-based golf. It was the right thing to do. I already feel happier. James doesn't look happier. Harrison Ford never looks happy. <laughs> Already the space plane. Meanwhile, I'd like you to meet your golf caddy. Carl couldn't make it today because I made uh, last-minute arrangements. The futuristic door futuristically opens, and in walks Gary Alderman, 
Neck's still crooked. Two by four leg, dressed as a caddy boy. Hello. I am young, inexperienced caddy for greatest world leaders in the world. In the world. I am here to help you with capitalistic space. But, but. Wow, what a great start to the day. Uh, what could go wrong? And unexpected hijacking that results in your demise? What? Shall I pack your five iron? <laughs> uh, during the routine flight to the moon uh, for their little vacation, <laughs> Space Force I... One obviously gets yeah. hijacked by Olderman's character, who we earlier saw disguised as an old golf caddy they hired for the trip. Harrison Ford tries to save the day, but he's old. His daughter has to step it up and show him what she's learned. In this third scene, Madam President Alice Marshall has a zero-tolerance policy for terrorism. And surprise, surprise, this time when the terrorists strike, she's ready to fight back. Her fists are better than guns, and Daddy is going to be proud. I'd also like to point out that Alice will be wearing an unreasonable sexy pantsuit and high heels for all of her fight scenes. And here we go. We're going to insert scene three. This is some of the epic fight scenes. Uh, stage directions and advisor one and two will be Justin, James Marshall, Grande, Alice, Kira, Olderman, Chris. Stays the same. Here we go. Scene three. Exterior, Space Force One. We see Space Force One, an elegant space plane painted the good old colors of red, white, and blue. It begins to break through Earth's atmosphere as it approaches the moon for the day's golf trip. We cut to the interior Space Force One. The Madame President with her father, advisors, and aldermen are all on the space plane. They are holding drinks with red, white, and blue silly straws. There's an air of (laughs) ease as the government workers are ready for their day off. Thank you, Madame President, for this day off. Hear ye, hear ye, let's hear it for the greatest leader in the world has ever seen. Everyone stops and stares at Olderman. Well, looks like the cat's out of the bag now! Olderman (laughs) proceeds to sock one of the Secret Service agents in the face, taking his 2042 standard issue laser rifle. Chaos begins to ensue. People scream, lasers are flying through the space plane. James tries to intervene. Stop right there, terrorist. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Bring it on, Tommy. There is an old man fight between the two. (laughs) However, James is unable to keep up. Harrison Ford is much older than Gary Olderman. (laughs) Also, it's hard to hit someone in the face when they have a crooked neck. It seems I am victorious now, capitalistic piggy. You forgot one thing. Zoom in on shocked Olderman's face. I'm the president yeah. now. Alice, Alice comes in with an impressive karate chop, knocking Ga- Gary Olderman aside. And I'm trained in the martial arts of Bruce ah. Wayne. <laughs> a vicious fight. Ah. A vicious fight ensues. Olderman can't keep up with the younger Alice. James moves towards a big red button labeled "Do not press, except in case of terrorist attack emergency." <laughs> Alice. Alice looks over to see her father by that button. She grins as she faces her adversary. Get off my space plane! She then then delivers the most epic drop kick the world has ever seen. Olderman flies into the airlock room, smashing into a wall head first. When he stands up, his neck is straightened again. Olderman is healed! Oh my god, thanks! I thought I was going to have hefty chiropractor bill after killing you both. But now I'm better and less angry. Oh, maybe I've seen an error in my ways. Maybe maybe I see a therapist for my anger issues. Maybe I should... Suck it, Soviet. (laughs) James pushes the button, releasing the airlock. The room begins to shake as furniture, dead bodies, glasses, and whatnot begin to fly out throughout the vacuum of space. Olderman's two-by-four peg leg flings into space. (laughs) Olderman himself, due to the sheer force of space, has his neck (laughs) re-snapped. 
goes out into space, slowly staring angrily at Madame President and the ex-president. I'll get you one day, Madame President. I'll get you! <laughs> James pushes the button again, making things back to normal. The survivors begin to stand up. They turn to James and Alice and begin to clap. Slowly, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be coming back this time. No, Dad. I don't think he will. I was wrong to doubt you. I see now you not only can take care of this country, but also yourself. I'm proud of you, Madam President. Oh my god, salute, big salute. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> the, the two hug it out. The government workers around them are clapping. A chant erupts. USA! 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 Everything is right with the space plane again. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA <laughs> begins to fade in. And so uh basically <laughs> So basically it's a daddy-daughter date night you'll never forget. This year, celebrate the 4th of July with Space Force One, starring Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, introducing Charlize Theron as Madam President Alice Marshall, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. This time it's rated Double R. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry about that. I love that. I love that. I love everything about that. The amount of thought you guys put into this is amazing. We put in way too much thought. What's funny is that I had no idea what she it was, was just writing. Last night watching the movie. And then she sent me this and like she showed me what she was doing. I was like, let me just write some scenes. And this is what evolved. Oh this my is God. when you put Yeah. This is what happens when you put two heads together, baby. I was gonna say that is beautiful pairing. That is just mm -hmm. oh my god. That was unlike anything we've had. That, that was wasn't like anything we've done so far. That was so fun. Um uh, we're glad you liked we're it. We're glad, yeah, cuz like last night we listened to your podcast and we're like holy crap. They they've like come up with scenes. What are we going to do? I got to be thought... honest. I'm glad that you went uh Revis, I'm glad you went for the vice presidential route cuz I was like, wow, Glenn Close is dead in my script. I don't even care about <laughs> yeah. her. So you like focused all on her. And we like deleted her and the mom. And we were like, fuck it, let's get wild. You straight up rebooted. <laughs> yeah. You did reboot. Well, I I see for mine I was figuring that they couldn't afford Harrison Ford much anymore, so <laughs> that's why he's so <laughs> <laughs> We assumed that we had all the money in the world and we could reboot this <laughs> to like a whole like women take over the world. She fights back and she's a badass. I, love it. I mean, oh, I think yeah. I think this pairing of, uh, you know, Charlize Theron, Gary Oldman and mm -hmm. Harrison Ford, like I can, def you can definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. pull that off. Oh, today. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You guys also read beautifully, so thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, it was easy to write with yeah. such with such well-written uh, oh. script. Oh. It was great. That was, it was so funny. Oh, my. I love, I love him just on an island. Being, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that you called Be, out Batman. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> and then you yeah. called it back. And like, that was great. <laughs> He's real in this of universe. Course. You know, it's 2042. We got Bruce Wayne's a real guy now. It was the line, yeah, I yeah, trade yeah. from Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> just shutting him down. Like, none of this Ra's al Ghul shit. Like, <laughs> and I have to carry a flower up a mountain? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, I, I also realized when I wrote that, too, I was like, oh, shit, Gary Oldman did play the commissioner. So it's like, it's not too far off from the six degrees yeah. of separation. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A lot of connections. Yeah, initially, when uh, I when we were reading through that, I thought, wait, was Gary Oldman in Batman? Like, I totally forgot that he yeah. was Commissioner Gordon. Um, so he's been being a bad guy. That you oh you forgot that he could also be uh, a good I forgot guy. that he could be a good guy. If you see Harry oh, Potter oh, wait, three, you... he's a bad guy, and yeah. then you find out he was actually wait. What? I have a great good guy one that you guys should watch, and everyone should watch. Tiptoes. Oh my uh, god! Tiptoes. He's 
He plays, hold on, he plays, uh, they literally quote him as being in the role of a lifetime in the theatrical trailer. And he plays, uh, I, I shit you not, uh, a little person who is the brother of Matthew McConaughey. And the whole family is little people except Matthew McConaughey. And then uh, he steals his girlfriend in the end. That's the, I'm sorry, spoiler alert, but you gotta watch oh, it. It's worth it. And you wouldn't believe it has like Patricia Arquette. It has Peter Dinklage. Uh, and the thing was, yeah. is like Peter Dinklage went on an interview to be like, this movie was going to be really good. And then they like fired the director halfway through because they were like, we hate what you're doing. And they like couldn't save what they were trying to like originally make the story about. So it then tiptoes happened. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. So and, it's and, like. And he's got fake legs the whole time. Like Gary Oldman to make him small. They put fake legs when he's like sitting on a couch. <laughs> Worth your time. <laughs> Everybody, please watch it. Tiptoes. Gary Oldman in the role of a life. Uh, and that's literally so. how the, trail, the trailer <laughs> introduces him. Like, literally in the beginning, they're like, Gary Oldman. I know, I told in him. In the role of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really hammer that in. And they, you watch and yeah, they it. they emphasize and it. And you watch it, and you're like, but why? <laughs> It's worth your time, though. Everybody, don't don't listen to that. It's worth well, your time. Well, how does it compare to Stuck on You? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Is that the one where they're, like, Siamese twins? Better. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, dude. my God. I think this is this is better. So much better. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. You just reminded me that existed. Oh, that movie's so it wonderful. Great. Especially when Matt Damon has to, like, wear the black turtleneck mm-hmm. and kind of disappear. <laughs> He's always awkwardly yeah. in the shot. I think, I think that's the kind of movie that people need to be watching today where you where you want like an escape from the like harsh realities that we live in in 2020 watch something that's just a straight up goofy comedy about two conjoined twins that one wants to be in the spotlight and one doesn't it's super super silly that is similar similar to tiptoes except they're twins but paternal, and one of them's a little person, and one of them I'm is gonna, Matthew I, McConaughey. Yeah, I, I just can't I, wait. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be nuts. Uh, oh, good. This has Oof. been so delightful. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Before we um, sign off here, is there any project that you guys have upcoming that you'd like to plug, uh, or th- something that you're enjoying that you want to, besides tiptoes, that you want other people to uh, check out? <laughs> Or uh, maybe share your social media if you if people want to follow you on social. Uh, if anybody wants to follow me on social, it's very simple. It's Justin C. Schilling um, across the board, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. That's how you find me. Uh, unfortunately, with everything going on, I've been actively active and auditioning stuff, but I really don't have anything upcoming right now, but Keep an eye out because that changes very fast. Everything's starting to come back. So, thank you. You know, you know, what, I, well, know what I will say, Justin, well, it, is that it's sports season again. As oh boy. finally, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but, but all the time, I occasionally see Justin Seltzer Blue Ooh. commercial. <laughs> I've seen Those it on nipples, bars baby. and stuff. Like, oh yeah, out there don't saying, worry. Oh, yeah. You might see him this season. <laughs> you can if you see that Selsun Blue commercial feel free to give me a shout out guys thank you oh I love it well uh, for me if you live in Jersey City or Hoboken you can check me out at Trivia at Northern Soul on two, at Tuesdays uh, at 8pm yes. worth your time there's tacos uh, I don't talk as much as I do here I just hand out stuff and uh, you know make make funny a little bit uh, you should come, 8 p.m., delightful. Have some tequila. Hell yes. All right. Hell yes. Okay, well, you know what, you guys? This has been so much fun. Like, I I know all of these are a lot of fun, and I really enjoy having all of our guests, but um, this one in particular has been an absolute blast to, oh, to be with you, you guys. It was, it was really great being here. Honestly, I will be up front and say I was slightly nervous because after listening to this, I was like, what are we going to do? That was amazing. We've listened to the Jaws one. Yeah. And we we're like, all your guests oh, have yeah. been so They've funny. They've been so good. And we're like, what are we going to do? So um, hearing that from you guys really means a lot. So thank you guys you were great. Another another notch us. in the excellence belt. Yeah, you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> 
became prepared. I'm like, next time I'm expecting storyboards. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Kira's an artist. I'll just, you know, make her draw it. It'll be fine. There we go. Uh, we'll have we, we'll have you guys on again, definitely, definitely. Uh, maybe sure. maybe we'll Please do Lost in Space. Mind. We don't know. Um, oh, ooh, Lost in or Space. tiptoes? Why not tiptoes? Ooh, we should do tiptoes. Oh, there should not be a part a double, two. I'm a double feature mashup. Of Gary Oldman in the roles of his lifetime. Oh yeah, baby. Oh my goodness. <gasps> he was Sorry. in the robot the whole time. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no. Oh my goodness. Okay, well you know what? I um I could sit here and talk about ridiculous movies with you guys forever. Like for yeah. till the end of time. But um I've really I've gotta get going. This um, native tribe is um, getting uh, sort of like exterminated by the um, incoming colonizers. And as a white man, I need to show up to save the day. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, I definitely got to run. Um, see, uh, I want to be a big time actor, but you know, I'm stuck with my conjoined brother. <laughs> We're really good, you know. I'm like I make it sound bad, but like we're we're buddies. We we're great at hockey. Um, so yeah, maybe one day. Uh, well, I I gotta go too. It turns out my sister just fell into a crevice while climbing K2. I haven't climbed since the death of my father, but she's having some really big problems with Bill Paxton stealing her breathing yes. meds. Turns out the only way to get her out is to like blow her out of there with some like sun-induced explosive <laughs> nitroglycerin. So gotta go, peace. Yeah, no, I'd really love to stick around and stay, but I really gotta go and learn and master the art uh, element of airbending and Ooh. completely ruin a franchise off of a great cartoon <laughs> in the process. So I gotta go make this happen and I hope you can forgive me. <laughs> Fantastic. We sure, we sure can, M. Night. <laughs>